Okay. Are we ready? We moisturized, hydrated. Dump. Dump. (laughs) What's that word? A moist. People go mad at that. We just everyone just turned off now. Moist. I didn't don't bother me. It is. It's a descriptive word. It's fine. Like moist. Smoist. 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 (laughs) Use smoist in a sentence. Thank you so much for this delicious um, 850 roll. It's so smoist. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, this is my neck. Did you just crack your neck? Yeah. My neck. My My back. back. Lick my pussy and and my crack. crack. Smoist. Smoist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Let's do a podcast. We're here. We're queer. And we're busy doing real hot, hot girl shit. I'm Claire. And I'm Connor. And this is Real Hot Girl Pod, a podcast about embodying the hot girl attitude in a queer, inclusive space. Ooh, thank you so much, Claire. Hopefully you have heard the earlier episodes and know what we're about. But let's do a quick recap. <laughs> let's. As hot girls in training, we are striving to... Unapologetically be ourselves and love ourselves. Why are we saying girl in 2023? Because we're taking it back from the patriarchy as an all-gender term. Boo! If you go down in the woods today, you're sure of a big surprise. If you go down in the woods today, you better go in disguise. Boo! Oh Hi, right. How are you doing? Oh my God, Goldilocks going after the bears in the woods. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, today we are going to be talking about one of our favorite subjects, Festival. Yes, so exciting. And going down into the woods in disguise is one of the greatest things you can do as an adult. You shirk your responsibilities, you throw your phone in the corner, you put on something sparkly, and you say, Let's get them, girls. <laughs> and then you just get encircled by a load of big bears. Hey, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was one time. <laughs> we'll be getting into the hots and knots of festivals. How to prep in advance, not like that. Well, maybe like that. Hey, oh. We're going to be telling you how to easily elevate your festival experience and have a real hot girl time. Mwah, I love it. Hot or not. So, Connor Finn, what was hot or not for you this week? Oh, Claire, I'm so glad you asked. Well, um, what was especially hot for me this week, because this week was very hot in terms of weather and activities, I turned into a little boat ass bitch. You certainly oh my did. God. I was delighted to join Claire on the boaty odi odi and Honestly, I was filling my oats. I was staring that boat down canal, crashed her almost once. It was fine. Um, and just got so many beverages. Claire, the hype I cannot surround more of how hot the boat girl life is. It <laughs> is like my jaw was on the floor. I, it, it astounds me. Still trying to think about it. You're like, a natural. You're an absolute natural little Bodhi girl. And um, We should clarify for the hot girls, we do not drink alcohol and drive by no. beverages we were talking about. Fizzy water, Coke Zero, um, that sort of a like thing. Like teas, coffee, like teas, everything. Teas, coffee, everything. Didn't Leaders were anything. constantly hydrating the entire oh time. Oh my God, it was God, a hot it's day. amazing. Listen to many albums, partying about. Gorgeous weather. I mean, it was creme de la creme. Very, very, very hot for yeah, me. Yeah, you got a very good day now for your first boat adventure and even when I said to you like go sit up the front the stretch is really pretty and it was like nature decided to turn on the Disney setting it was like oh there's some little ducklings going by there's a swan flying overhead there's a pretty bridge and I could just see like your little head bobbing side to side oh so happy oh my god honestly I was absolutely living that little hawker of fancy and then I showed like my mum and everything whenever I went up the road and she was just like and, like to just kind of come in from it all like us and I was like no no you're not going to randomly start visiting Claire and I <laughs> Heather you're welcome anytime <laughs> not on my boat but yeah what about but you but you were driving you I drove was. and you were really good at it now, yeah I, the, I, very few people I will let drive the boat now boat, and you were bloody natural driving with the wheel is very difficult yeah it doesn't it's not as easy as it looks and your one tends to go a little bit of like a like as soon all as you take your eye a, off yeah her. all boats sit at a jaunty angle and they like to go a little bit whoop over to one side or another you really have to be concentrating yeah yeah and then you I think you asked me about a charger once and then I instantly end up going sideways but like we were fine sure look sure listen but my favourite thing was um when I, you know when you would go below deck and you were like just getting something you know getting yourself a snack or you know what, talking to your mum showing her around um, <laughs> and if I needed something I could just shout 
Oh, pit crew. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd come up the stairs. You'd just hear a little, hello. No, it was great. It was a really good time. Honestly, so So much so that you came back for a second helping and I'm now all the way into Dublin, which is very exciting. Oh my God, honestly. Sign me up whenever you need. This is an open calling. I am delighted to be crew for anybody's pit. What about you, Claire? What was hot for you this week? Honestly, um, the... Moving the boat. Okay, so for anybody who missed it last week, I was telling you how I was supposed to move the gaff boat into Dublin. There was an issue with the lock gate. We had to mm-hmm. turn back around. Uh. We did. We thought it was never going to happen, and then um, it was repaired. So yeah, surprise little visit into Dublin. Surprise, um, surprise. It was really, really good fun. Uh, we had a ball for ourselves, like three days of just cruising. <laughs> Like that, um, into Dublin and I'm now moored up in Grand Canal Dock and I'm having a lovely time oh my god it's so it takes so me hot, like 11 minutes to cycle into work it's so convenient <laughs> <laughs> now Connor, what about your knots of the week what was less hot for you oh uh, well apart from the knots in my panties um, the main knots for me would kind of just be basically that with <laughs> In to come mid-month, I always tend to have this weird thing where my bank account gets really drained. It's crazy. How does this keep happening to me? I know. It's because these really hot things keep happening. And then I'm like, look, I'll pay for it now. I won't regret it later on. And every single time it has paid off. But <laughs> I am starting to clock together, putting into calendar. Okay, this week I'll be doing that. The next week I'll be doing that. Many concerts, many festivals are starting to line themselves up, mm-hmm. and I'm quickly realizing, oh wow, like I, I, I'm getting afraid to check my bank bank account. I know there will be money there within like a week or so, but it's it's the kind of like the, ooh, what's gonna be in there? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like the, will I open up the spooky door? No, let's keep the ghost inside. Like well. as long as like it, my card doesn't get declined, I'm having a good time. Uh, but it is a dangerous game that I'm playing here. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, otherwise, very, very hot. Yeah, the mm-hmm. knot's not too bad, but it is a crack tax. I did expect to pay that. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair. What about you, Claire? Any knots of the week? Look, it's not like I'm trying to copy your homework. And I know I said that your same hot thing was my same hot thing. Oh, okay. But my same knot is also related. So I am in the city centre of Dublin, wow. my hometown. Absolutely stunning. Magnifique. Magnifique. But um, the downside of that is I am paying for it. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Welcome home. (laughs) I'm sorry to call out a a national queer cultural institution, but... They deserve it. They deserve it. I should not have paid eight... 50 for a chicken fillet roll in Gay Spar on Monday night. Burn it to the ground. That is outrageous. And you know that thing, you know when you're on holidays, okay, mm. and you go to order something or, you know, you're interacting with someone mm-hmm. and they're a bit of a hawker and you know that you're getting a bit scammed. They'll be like, mm. oh, would you like to add this or would you like the slightly bigger beard? Like that, you're like... I'm getting scammed, but it won't be that much. And I'm on my holidays. It's fine. Yeah. And the way it was like, oh, you want to add this? Or maybe would you want a little bit of this as well? And I'm like, oh, this is suspicious, but I'm also <laughs> tired and hungry and want to go home. 8.50. Can I like break down to me what exactly you got to make a Cuisine de France roll come to 8.50 in Dublin town? Because that is the me. highest I've ever bloody heard. It is, it is isn't it? Yeah. So... Uh, normal white roll. Okay. Spicy fillet. Okay. I said, oh, can I get a little bit of bacon on it? And I was looking at the cold, like kind of streaky yeah, yeah, rashers. Yeah. She's like, oh, do you want hot bacon or cold bacon? And the back of my head says, this feels like a trap. <laughs> but also we had been cruising all day Ew. on the boat. Very <laughs> tired. I'd actually left a gig in the button factory early because mm. I was like, my eyes are closing. I need to just leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, I don't know, hot, I guess. So then she was like, oh, would you have? And I was like, just like a tiny bit of cheese. Uh-huh. And she's like, anything else? And I was like, a little bit, like a little bit of mayonnaise. Okay, so you it. had three fillings and what, like a bit of like condiment? Yeah. Eight. Fifth. Fuck. And it right wasn't off. overstuffed. It was like, I don't like a lot of cheese. I don't like a lot of stuff. You know, now it's just, yeah, I've never paid that much for a roll. Outside of Dublin Airport, I think I probably paid that much crime. for a sandwich. Yeah, no, it's um, it was too much. And the worst part was, <laughs> I immediately, like I said, very long day. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I've already like blown my budget for yeah, the week. Ew. I was like, I'm going to get a cab back because um, I'm extremely tired. Yeah. My back hurts. We've been driving all day. Grant. 
hey a little taxi expecting it to be about eight quid right but of course I get into the car immediately have to text Connor Finn a picture of the label saying 8.50 and he's like what the hell what's going on I'm like this is ridiculous he's like buy Centra's our new local shop this is terrible blah 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 and so we're messaging back and forth the next thing I look up and go I've been in this car for quite a, quite a while and kind of was like, I don't know where I am. Looked at, it should have just been down the road, like yeah. down past Trinity, straight down, turn yeah. there, right? Eight, nine euro. I said to him, sorry, you know we're going to be going like down Pier Street. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I saw him turn. 15 euro. Oh, he was Claire. taking me for a little spinny spin spin. Claire, you and got dropped like, back. In the, Dublin very much said, welcome dropped home. back into town with a bang. But you know what? worth this and it's always you know you, if you're going to get scammed you're going to get scammed on the first day of your holly bob so oh, fuck it. I'm over it now look with their hots there's knots and that's real hot girl shit exactly this is definitely not a cult so hot girls we want to talk to you about festivals she's here oh my god I bloody <laughs> love a festival I love a festival. I have planned holidays around the world around music festivals. I went to Iceland to go to Iceland Airways Festival. I went to Tanzania to go to Saudi Dobazara on Zanzibar. This is like a thing. It's a big part of my personality. I fucking Mm. love festivals, whether it's going to them, performing at them. I love the whole vibe of them. I love that everybody is just being free and being sound to each other. And there's so much to explore. I love that all of the best things aren't even on the stages. You're just like out in the woods or like in Glastonbury it might be like in a hole in the ground Mm. you know and um yeah just a bloody good time and it you know you can just take time off from your adult life and be free and have fun and be silly what do you think Connor you're a very big (laughs) vessel veteran like now we're even I remember I started talking to you about like that oh it's time to go like you know there's all these festivals coming up but what I didn't have I never had like the full camping night kind of festival experience I was always day festivals I was Mm -hmm. always take a trip up the road or like even you know going to like another city for a little bit but like none of them properly were giving me that kind of like in my head camping in the field yeah camping in the field drinking it like do you know what I mean something going wrong like people like just being absolutely sweaty mucky angels all together but I mean I think we both have picked up very good kind of tips and tricks along yes. our kind of ways that we should bestow upon the hot girls because it is full into bloody festival season and it swings around quicker than your knickers do <laughs> ah. so I think as well that we're good so I, uh, we're a good team to be giving out festival advice as well mm-hmm. because I have been through the through the muck through yeah. the everything I've gone through the different phases from the when I started going to festivals I was like just fucking throw your stuff everywhere grand would never bring an air mess well, wouldn't even bring a pillow I would just roll up my jacket sleep on a rock this oh is grand gosh. I was just having so much fun and I distinctly remember it was Body and Soul 2017 arrived down got a ticket last minute because I'd emigrated and I'd only got back to the mm-hmm. country ticket last minute and I think it was less than an hour from me like being on my mum's couch to me <laughs> fucking loads of sparkles in a bag hauling ass into town and jumping in my friend's car via like picking up just like a slab of beer and that was it and I woke up on the Saturday morning and I was like what's going on and I realised that my neck hurts <gasps> from sleeping on uneven surface I was oh, like no. oh my god it's happening <laughs> so yeah so I've gone from the like being an absolute scruff ball into the maybe I should bring a proper pillow into the and now of course I've got Colin the disco bus Aww. so you know um, but you're like a fresh faced little bunny who's just gone in although you did sleep in a van at electric picnic you little bougie I bitch I know <laughs> I have got away very tidy from it even from have my life have you like, done a sleeping in a tent camping festival honestly only one night okay but you're, but you're like it's you're a camping outdoorsy See, girly anyway I so I don't think the, See, the sleeping would bother you this is crack like I would absolutely be fine like camping nights even like would do loads and growing up whatever like this but just I haven't had a lot of opportunity to and then when obviously I'm offered something that's a little bit comfier I obviously know from myself I'm going um, well I'd be stupid not to take that so yeah I actually think I'd be grand in a tent but yeah. I just have always recently if there's been like an overnight kind of part to it I just looked out real fucking good but mm. I have discovered some things and tips and tricks that I'd be like oh yes. this is what I've learned from 
even like, oh, if my friend was doing over there, okay, I'm glad I did that because that saved me yes. so much hassle. So this is what I was going to say. So I have done this for, like, I've been to, I don't, I couldn't even tell you how many festivals I've been to. Like, mm. hot countries, cold countries, great weather, bad Mild weather, countries. yada, yada, yada. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say is, you'll be a good litmus test because you're the fresh in, you have, like, the 101, this is what you yeah. need to do. And then I might say a few things and you might go, no, you're just being an, an old bitch. Like, that's actually not an essential. <laughs> yeah, I'm bright and bush tailed um, and you're um, weathered and heathered. Weathered and heathered. That doesn't even make sense. I don't know. Mum's called Heather, and she. I know she says she. Oh, oh I'm not oh, meaning that oh, now. Careful. I mean, I mean it as like a knows her shit. Oh, that that's what I mean. Recovery. Oh my god! So that's actually a really big compliment. Then you're very I mean, welcome. We- yeah. Yeah. Don't you dare try to get me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimate gaslighting. Turn it. Turn it back around. <laughs> oh, Megan, Mia, Gemini is in the building. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Jesus. So let's start at the beginning. We are going to assume that the hot girls listening are not uh, festival fit. They yes. do not have a lot of experience. But mm-hmm. even if you're very experienced, just listen to this and it'll get you excited yeah. for packing your first bag of the season. Let's make it smoist. Smoist, <laughs> yeah. We're going to make smoist happen. So I want to start, Connor, uh, with something that you do have a lot of experience with. Um, <laughs> you're like, oh my God, what's she going to say? <laughs> no, what I was going to say is let's start with the day festival. Yes. Because prepping for a day festival is altogether different than it is for going camping for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what would you say were the essential things that people need to do to get ready for a day festival? Okay, for guys, very different from girls and stuff like this as well. We can basically wear anything, kind of trainers, whatever you can want. I'm not too worried about the outfits, but I always kind of bring some kind of, oh, I'm going to sneeze, raincoat of some kind of way. But my big thing for like day festival is that it doesn't matter what you wear, what you kind of bring, whatever like that. Like, you, you should get sorted out. If you need to charge a phone, you need to find a pub outlet. My biggest tell for a day festival is bloody well have your return for your getting home booked and ready. When I say I've came down to Dublin so many times from like Arma or like was visiting a friend in Belfast. And when people have got stranded because this country is not set up for caring for loads of people landing into like a city and trying to go home to their other parts of the world. That was my like number one. Have, have your, your way home. Sorted. Sorted. Even like I've had mates. We went to like Belsonic and stuff like that. Literally up in Belfast. Should be grand to get home. You no. don't see them for like a day. Oh, the amount of times I've walked home from Longitude. Like walked from mm. Marley Park into town because there's not a tie. Now I did have, I did have a really good tip. <gasps> okay, go on. For getting home from a festival, but okay. I, it's a bit mean. And if everyone does it, it's not going to work. But if only one or two of you do it, what you do is <laughs> okay, go on. Walk five minutes up the road, open your taxi app, okay, and hail a taxi from the address you're standing outside. Yeah. And they will come and pick you up. They're not going to come and get you from the festival, uh, Claire, but they'll come and get you from the gaff. I think that's good in theory, but fucked in reality because that never works for me. And I always think of that as like, you if see, we just start walking up the road, because work, you end up walking 20 mile off. up the road. But you're and, doing it anyway. Yeah, but like, so. oh no, I think it's the best thing to do to prep around that day of festival. Oh yeah, no, is for to sure. Have just this is that a- train take a boot home because if you don't get on that last bloody train, you're trying to camp out with literally... <laughs> <laughs> try to try like I've mm-hmm. had mates that had to stay with us like smuggle them into a hostel because they had nowhere else to stay yeah no for sure no this would be more like a last resort like if you cannot get where you're going but yeah no that's a really really good tip okay what about yeah. you Claire what would be tips for your day um, festival so for doors? me also Lala you saying I'm not really bothered about the outfit I think like that was before you met me yeah because before little start- miss sparkles and accessories <laughs> over here because now you br- you turn a look you don't, you're not turning up in your shorts and t-shirt anymore well before I start ripping my arse out in every fucking occasion yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to pre-plan all of that <laughs> <laughs> okay so I have three points Okay. Boo. First one, dress for all weather. Yeah, that's the best. And bring yourself some layers. It doesn't matter if the sun is splitting the stones, you are going to get that temperature drop at some stage in the Mm. evening. So just a light rain jacket. I like a thin woolly layer, like a thin woolly jumper that folds real small up into a a pair of tights are a good thing to pop on, like under your shorts or whatever it is when it gets chilly in the evening. 
sun cream like just dress like bring everything that you're going to need like you don't want to be there's nothing more miserable than missing the headline act at a festival because you've absolutely sunburned the shit out of your back and the backs of your knees and you're sweating in the medical tents with like the, all they can do is give you water and slap aloe vera on you miserable don't do that um, so that's tip number one tip number two stay hydrated it sounds obvious but you're standing you're go- walking around a lot you're sweating you're essentially you're you're just excited your heart rate mm-hmm. is elevated you're essentially doing physical activity all day you need to stay hydrated toilets are not what they used to be at festivals there's plenty of them now there's not that many queues they're not that disgusting usually um so i think that's really really important to just watch that make sure that you're staying hydrated and my tip number uh, three for day festivals is eat a good breakfast before you go oh let's face it you're not going to be eating properly for the rest of the day. Yeah, no. You know, like if you are eating something, it's going to be shite and you're probably not going to bother. <laughs> so just get some good carbs into you before you go and it'll stand to you. Oh my God, those are deadly. Sorry, from the like kind of dressing for like any occasion, that's very fair because also, do you know what always kind of is? Those day festivals, you can't bring like a big bag, like it has to be yeah, a small thing. Yeah, it has to be small. A small so then you have thing. like your layers, you have your little, you know, the small, like that rain jacket that you told me not to return that I was going to bring back today. Yes, that'd be a perfect, perfect one. Yeah, so like, like something that'll tie pockets. pockets, something with pockets. Yeah, loads of pockets. Um, things to tie around your waist, tie around your body that aren't your hands are free. You're not going to be, you know, annoyed like mm-hmm. encumbered with this big bag. Um, but that 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 they go for the weekend festivals as well. Like that's the kind of standard baseline that we're going mm. for. We're just being we're being comfortable. We're still looking cute. We're not fucking ourselves over by not being hot girls and taking care of our basic needs. Can I give a yes. recommendation that you gave me that saved my bloody life whenever I was going into like my little festival season. I was like, oh, I don't know what to wear. Like it might be give like a bit of rain, but these are the only kind of shoes I have. You gave me the best tip. You were like, get yourself some hiking shoes, waterproof hiking shoes. Because first off, they're dark, like they can withstand anything. They're super comfy. And also like, it doesn't matter what happens to them because everybody's feet always end up. Like if you wear the white trainers, and I've done it plenty of times. Yeah. Nine or ten times. If it's dusty or if it's mucky, they're getting racked. Oh, yeah. Like, if you're bringing runners in there, you're making sure that they're getting wrecked. But also, like, I don't think anyone wears wellies anymore. Don't wear wellies. They're no. sweaty. They're disgusting. Also, they get so sore. You yeah. forget that they have no padding like, on them. And then them. all that sweat gets cold oh, in the evening. Yeah. Awful. Um, but, yeah. And also, I kind of love the, like, the hiking boat. Like, I love the aesthetic of, like, hiking boots, sparkly sock, and then, like, a ball gown and, like a fur stole do you know what I mean it's yeah. just like I'm here I'm practical and alluring you know <laughs> that's our Goldilocks so is that our, I think that's day festivals covered over yeah yeah. yeah. Okay, get your way home and dress nice yeah and make sure to eat and drink yum big hot girl energy and now on to the main event the camping festival hey oh my goodness the, you just go into the mystic portal you sh- bring all of your shit you schlep it across the forest you wonder why you bother and then once you get set up once you have that tent set up once you have that victory can tip number one victory can after you put the tent up <laughs> it motivates you to keep going and do it right yeah, on the stick. <laughs> literally because so i used to have like a oh and we've arrived to a cracker can and then my old housemate ross was like no 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 the victory can trust me it tastes better and i was like i'll give it a whirl and then that was like 10 years ago and now i'm like yeah no dead right <laughs> um so connor you'll remember at electric picnic last year mm. Bit of rain, small bit of a storm on the Friday, yeah. and a bunch of tents got flooded the first night, like completely waterlogged, destroyed, and quite a few people actually ended up going home. Because they weren't prepared. They weren't prepared. <laughs> well, you see this at festivals all the time, and I have done it myself. So you come in, you hear the music over on one side, you see the fun fair, you see all your mates, everything. You just throw the tent roughly up on any old surface. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's no. not a good idea. Like I've done it. I've camped on rocks. I've counted on this. Camped on this weird bog ground that kind of sank slower and oh slower over the weekend. <laughs> I camped uh, right beside the fun fair, which is no crack <gasps> no. because all hours of the night music is blaring. No girl, uh-uh. not a good idea. But it was between that. It was throw the tent there and go and see I think it was Panda Bear was playing and all uh-huh. my mates were already there because I'd come a bit late or walk around and find a better spot so I like I choose I chose music and chaos and I just wore earplugs now, but I not, think... not, not not the 
best way of doing it. I think there's always plenty of options whenever you're camping out, usually at a festival. Like, I mean, there's the kind of like, okay, you got to like choose your fighter whenever you go in. And yes. there's always going to be built up areas. There's also going to be a little bit of like a hodgepodge. But you're always going to find a space that is just right. Like yeah. Goldilocks. Like Goldilocks. <laughs> you see, you're great. You're a good camper. You get it. Okay. So if you are not an outdoor hot girl normally and you're not really sure about how and where to pitch a tent, Get out your phone, write this down, okay? Take notes. This is what you need to do. You want ground that's a little bit higher up in case of rain. You want ground that is flat. Yes. Because trust me, you want to be sleeping on flat ground. There's nothing worse than waking up feeling like you're upside down with a thumper <laughs> of a headache. You want to be close enough, but not too close to the toilets. You don't oh, want to yeah. have to walk for miles, but you also the smell and overflowing reasons. Yes. Yeah, okay? You definitely don't want to do that. This is so important and I see people do this every year and it's the worst idea you definitely do not want to camp beside anything that looks attractive to, to a man piss. who needs a piss yeah. okay there is a big space beside that fence for a reason okay just give it a wide berth you do not want to be looking at bare arses and hearing <laughs> outside your door it's not good and then as I said earlier not too close to things that can be annoying food vans carnival rides that'll blast music all night um also blasting music during the day I'm the kind of person that I like I like to kind of go on adventures mm -hmm. stay up till whatever time in the morning and then I might take a little nap at three or four o'clock mm -hmm. for a couple of hours you want a little bit of quiet for that so that's the kind of main ones would you add anything to that in terms of the setting up the location and the setting up of the tents no you kind of ticked off everything on my list I was going to say yes it can be very appealing to camp under that tree that looks like oh everybody will be able to find that tree at the end of the night yeah because everybody's going to go piss on it yeah. that's the pissing tree you stay far away from it and also it's always good to kind of scope out before you pitch that pot see who's surround you if you're beside the guys that have like the dactors open and they have that like mini like or actually not mini it's usually a fucking yes. huge blaster of a thing <laughs> you know that that's going to be every headache for a full bloody weekend yeah. so you want to go maybe I'll just take it across the side there's always two different sides of like a, where there's a bit of a path you got to decide which one you want to be if you're going to be a party girl all weekend yes. very fair but if you want to save your life you're probably not you yes. can always go back to the party but you can't always leave it absolutely so this was my next point that I'd written down which is determine your camping style Ooh. okay so do you want to be chaotic and up all night or do you need to get enough sleep or you're going to be an absolute miserable bitch the next day <laughs> and not going to be able to enjoy yourself at all so if it's a long running long established festival mm -hmm. find out where the crack campsite as yes. people usually call it is and find out where the quiet campsite is so for example electric picnic everyone knows Hendrix equals chaos yes you're now, right beside the festival. You're right beside the rides. That's where... Oh, hey, right. Hey, oh. <laughs> but that's where people go when they're like, yo, we're going to stay up. Now, the thing about Hendrix is people... It's like a little bit of a crack vortex. People end up staying there for the whole weekend and not even going into the festival, <laughs> which is both a waste of money and turbo annoying for the people around. Uh, Oscar Wilde is the quiet campsite. It's a little bit further away, but it just means... You see, I don't like to shit where I eat okay so I don't like to camp in the crack campsite I like to camp in the quiet ones yeah. so that when I've had enough I can go asleep mm -hmm. but and then I'll just go over to where the fun is yes. so I think that's the best way to do it but if you need a decent night's sleep here's a tip for you if you are a hot girl who literally is uh, if I don't get my eight or nine hours I'm not going to be able to function okay that's a non-negotiable for me <gasps> yeah here's what you do go on family campsite Oh. Go to the family campsite. Yeah, I've done okay. this before working at festivals when I was putting in long shifts. Yeah. Just pop into the family campsite. What normally will happen is there will be a group of parents will have brought their chiselers and they will take alternate nights. So it might be like, you know, these two will stay with the kids the first night and the rest of the night out. And then these two people. Anyway, the kids go to bed early. Mm -hmm. It's dead quiet. You can get a good sleep. Yeah. So, but you can't be a prick and go back there and start start making noise. No, but what I was going to also say from doing like little campouts, and I forgot, I've actually camped out at a festival before, the Flat Iron. Oh my God, there I completely go. forgot about it. But whenever you go beside the, the mums and dads, kind of like the family ears, they're the ones that maybe have like step a little bit later and then you'll be walk past her like, oh, do you want to come there? Or do you want like, you know, a bird? Like they'll usually feed you or if you need something like kind of on the go, they're the people that have the, well, yes, 
down the road my husband is bringing back a car and wet wipe would you like to assist on yeah. like I think it's all very important to know who your neighbours are and how to make friends well this is it and we're going to talk about how to be a festival fairy Ooh. a little bit later on okay Um, but yeah kind of in the same thing one thing that I think and this is deciding in advance what are your non-negotiables for the weekend? Okay. Okay, so you're paying a lot of money for this festival ticket. Mm-hmm. You're going with your friends. You've probably been looking forward to it for months, okay? Mm-hmm. When there's a big group of people and it's a bit chaotic <laughs> and you're trying to herd the bag of cats up the road and people are getting distracted <laughs> by shiny things mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's just very hard. So what you need to do is decide in advance with your pals what are the non-negotiables. So you might say, I need to eat at least one meal a day. Yes. And that is a non-negotiable for me. Um, I know that you're all going to be like, you're mad to go and swim in the river and do the water sports part of it or you're mad to, you know, go and see all the bands or whatever it is. But I need to do this. So you're either coming with me or are we arranged to meet afterwards. Okay. Or you might say, I, I'm not leaving this festival without seeing... Peggy Goo. Yeah. Okay. So people can either come with me for that mm-hmm. or we can meet afterwards. But we're like, that's that's happening. And I'm not going to be waiting around. If you're like making friends with people and putting glitter on people, yeah. I'm gone off ahead of you. Uh-huh. So just do that like in amongst your group. And then you kind of remember because you might forget as well. And your friend might go, didn't you want to see? And you're like, oh, bollocks. Yes, <laughs> and you can run off and get it. So I think, yeah, you just need to. Now, Connor, if we're a bit, if we're honest with each other, we were a bit guilty of this at other voices. We might have <laughs> been on. like having a lot of fun, like just arsing around. We might have missed an act or two that mm-hmm. we wanted to see, but we just didn't get our shit together. <laughs> I felt so much fun. I know we were having so much fun. We were having a great time. But I think if we had taken 10 minutes. <laughs> Out of our day in advance and looked at the lineup and gone, do you know what? We I really to want to go to that. And we really want to go to mm-hmm. that. You know, like Karen and Andrew were very good at that. Now they were like, we're, see you later. We're going to see this band. And we're like, we're having a me party. <laughs> just arsing around the kitchen. But yeah, just um, just kind of a little couple of things. You go, I want this, this and this out of the weekend. And then just decide amongst yourselves. Do you have certain non-negotiables that you have for like a big, like an overnight festival? Um, for me, like I, if I'm there, it's probably for the music. It's yeah. for having fun with my friends, but I will have gone based on the lineup. Like so, for example, I've already told um, yourself and the rest of the people for Primavera Porto. Like Sparks is my non-negotiable. Yes, for Primavera Porto, no matter what happens on the Sunday. I am going to see Sparks. I would love if you all came with me because mm-hmm. they're fucking deadly and I promise you'll have a great time. But whatever is happening, like bar obviously, you know, a medical emergency or something. <laughs> I'm not a monster. But whatever is happening, like I am going to be there in mm-hmm. plenty of time to be up the front and watch those beautiful brothers just <laughs> being amazing. You know, so it'll be stuff like that, you know, because you always want to... <clears throat> You don't want to be like, a, oh, we have to do this, this, this. I definitely would have done that when I first started going to festivals. Like, I would say going to Oxygen and stuff where you're looking at the lineup going, oh my God, like, look at all of these amazing mm. acts. So I would have like a highlighter out and I'd be like, I want to go here, yes. I want to go there, I want to go there. And you kind of need to just not you, not you need... be so regimented. You're there with your friends, you're making memories as well as seeing the music. Yeah, you also need to be open, as you said, for the chaos, for the things that you cannot plan around for. And that's my one thing where I discovered very quickly from doing Primavera Barcelona last year was, yes, amazing acts all over the place, but you have to rein it in and manage your expectations. If you can't go to this one, you need to accept that and, you know, this will kind of be okay well I'm going along with this colourful little party now but I'm also that's one of my best things about like a a festival is yes non-negotiables whatever like that but God if you're going into the like the fever dream that is just any kind of festival you need to be ready to bend at will whatever Mm -hmm. happens to the winds now I think Primavera Barcelona is a really good um, example of what we were just talking about because the lineup is absolutely stacked mm. and it's amazing, but it's so spread out, particularly now with the new beach area, <laughs> yeah. that you're getting you're probably getting five acts per day, yeah. realistically. Yeah. And that is with the sheer length of time it takes you to walk between the stages. Yeah. You know, so yeah, like that you have to kind of go non-negotiable, but also uh, maybe I can negotiate, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So Connor, what are your non-negotiables now for a festival? Okay, you're gonna think Actually, I'm not sure what you're going to think about this, but at least once a day, I need to wash my face. Just doesn't matter what it is. I fucking need to put water, wet wipes won't do it for me. It just does not happen. I need water on my face 
and then and I need to be able to brush my teeth then I'm fine I don't mind understanding you know that that t-shirt smells a bit more but if I like I physically will be so rude to people I will be like not like I have a shower every single morning if I cannot wash my face in whatever kind of little spring water whatever it is I will not be able to function because I just can't get up out of my hair. I don't know why. Oh my God, Connor, do you know what would really suit you? What? If you had a friend who had a van with running water in the sink. <laughs> Honestly. Like, oh my God. So Connie's such a life. I'm so pleased. So just for anybody who's new to the party, Colin the Disco Bus is my camper van. But for last festival season, it was literally just me on a little sleeping pad oh. <laughs> in the back with like all my little GBs. Still gorgeous. Mm. Uh, but I had like a little cooler box and that was it. He has been fitted out. He has been yassified, and we now have <laughs> running water. We have a little shower. Aww. We have a little cool box. Mm. We have a little power banks. We can charge all of our shit. Oh. We have a fucking proper bed. Toasty machine. We have a toasty maker. Ayo. We have a kettle. Ah. Oh, we're gonna be such spoiled little bitches. But yeah, that's my full non-negotiable. Like it doesn't matter where I am. It does like I just do, cannot feel clean unless I have at least at my hands in some kind of running water. Hand sanitizer, yes, technically, but that still leaves you a bit sticky. Oh, no, that's just putting a layer of goo on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. no, 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 no. My non negotiable. So, whatever it is, I just need to be near fresh water. All right, my little gremlin friends. I won't feed you after midnight. You might get smoist. (laughs) (laughs) Real hot girl shit. Okay, Connor, let's talk secret weapons you said they're fresh water I don't know if you just carry that around in the little container with you but no what are the things that you pack in your festival kit as such well, that you think the hot girls should know all about well Claire being an absolute weapon myself mm-hmm. I know that there are some things that no matter whatever you end up doing no matter which winds come astray you're away you need these in your arsenal to make sure that you survive that goddamn festival yeah. what I have on my list is Wet wipes, right? Of course. in the box. Absolutely not ideal. But at the end of the day, if you have got muck in your jeans, if somebody's pissed on your tent, if somebody's pissed on your hair, who bloody knows what way you're laying on it. You yeah. want to have some kind Maybe of thing. Maybe you pissed yourself. Maybe you, you pissed clean yourself. yourself. You need to have something that you can just go reach in, smear them out, and they yeah. will go amiss. But dear God, if you do not have them, I feel like you are going to be missing like a hand for a festival without yeah, the wipes. Yeah, no, they're just, they're essential. Run just into pennies, yeah. Run into, yeah, just get them. Get them. Um, so I would say, yeah, very, very important. Let's think for a second. What is the most annoying thing about festivals? You're losing your only friends. Exactly. <laughs> losing the gang. So this will happen. So we all have like, you know, a group of, you know, electric picnic, 20, whatever. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I have like a big group of... um kind of gig and festival friends and what we do is when there's a festival we'll do a side group so we're not wrecking the heads of everyone else very fair but it's very much like going to get chips we're going to SEMA we're front left for this you know this kind of thing and eventually just by magic everyone will come together but there is nothing more annoying than your bloody phone battery dying you then have to go to one of those places that charges your phone that takes an hour I have never successfully charged a phone at one of them they (laughs) always seem to give me the accident oh no it only went up to 14% we don't know what happens Mm. it's a pain in the absolute hole this is a very long winded way of saying bring a power bank with you oh Invest in the good one. Yeah. You don't want the shitty girl no, that you costs want you one, like a tanner. No, you, you want, want one that is going to, you'll get five or six charges out of it for the yeah. weekend and then you're sorted. It'll just save you, saves you time. There's yeah. nothing worse than being told like, oh yeah, we'll meet you in front of the blah, blah, blah. We'll wait for you with the last year battery. And you're like, that's my favorite band banging away on the stage that I'm running away from to try yeah. and find yeah. this stranded person or they're trying to find me. So very, very important, I would say, bring a power bank with you. Do you want to know what's one thing I'd also say is like a really good like hidden weapon for all the hot girls out there. Even if you do kind of, you know, end up having your phone charged whatever like this, fantastically, whenever people have everything prepped and ready, they can still have a little bit too much of like a drink or a little bit disco biscuit that they end up like losing something like this. Your phone, I seen this last year and it is a goddamn lifesaver. The amount of phones that end up lost, hurled all around the place and they go amiss and people are just like, right, well, I've lost it forever. What you need to do before you even step into that car, train, plane, whatever it is, go onto your phone, go onto your notes or whatever it is for Android, write in your address, return address, contact details for whoever 
will be able to like get an item back to you that you can trust or will be able to make a call. Yeah, you or a make friend's it. phone number just on the front that someone can contact you. Lock it. Make your home screen. It means, yes, you can phone can get stolen. It can get, you know, thrown away or whatever, I guess. But by the grace of God, that it ends up being picked up by, you know, somebody another that you don't girl. know. Another hot girl. That will be the life's here of you. Somebody crying into her things. There's so many things I've lost my phone. Yeah. I was waiting for that email. Oh, Imagine getting that call. Hi, um, is this Mary? I've just got um, uh, Helen's phone kind of yeah. here. The amount oh, of times I picked up phones, right, off the ground. And you're like, oh my God, there's 9% battery on this can't get into it because it's locked mm-hmm. and then you're just waiting for someone to ring and then eventually someone will ring and you're like hello yeah I found this phone on the floor yeah I'm over by the main stage yeah blah 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 you know this kind of thing mm. and then you're trying to meet up with them and the battery is dying and it's just a shit show and also it's just a real waste of time but my friend I actually got that tip from my friend Jenny who is um, not great at uh, she'd be a similar sort of a, a hot girl to myself now not great at keeping a hold of her items so she needs to like I have this big ridiculous phone case on mine so I don't lose my phone as uh-huh. easily she has a pants purse so it's like a, a giant it's in the shape of a pair of underpants it's about this big so she doesn't lose it um, but on her lock screen full time she has hi my name's Jenny guess I've lost my phone again it'll be real sound if you could call this number and I'll get it back to you and um, thank you for being sound or something like this so she oh says my that full time and just has one of our numbers on the front dead right um, I know but yeah put, get your most responsible looking friends or most responsible friend in general who always has their phone charged, who will have their phone on and then you will hopefully get it back to you. Because you probably just sat up from where mm. you were eating your chips, walked over there and 10 minutes later someone found it, you know? Yeah. Um, one more. And this is just, this will save you, particularly if the weather is fine and you're maybe in your tent and you wake up, you've been boiled alive, basically okay. by the time you come out. Rehydration salts. Yeah. Whether it's the OSB tablets or whatever they're called. Um, no, that's a type of chipboard, isn't it? OBS. <laughs> anyway, listen, don't eat chipboard, but like just a diorolite or whatever you can get. Just rehydration oh. salts. Uh, get them into you at the end of the night. Uh, first thing in the morning. If it's a hot day, listen, pop one into your bottle of water during the day. They're such a lifesaver because you do not realize that you're dehydrating yourself. Honestly. And then the other thing that I had as secret weapons. Now this is a this is more of like a luxury item. Oh, okay. But it's something that I started a few years ago, and gotta tell you, everyone appreciates a sheet mask on a Sunday morning. <laughs> so you've done. It's day three. You need to get ready to get into it. Try and keep them as cold as possible. Uh-huh. Um, you know, and you just say, guys, has everyone? Um, you go go. You like wash your teeth at the little thing. Wash your face. Mm-hmm. Come back. Be like lads. And want a little cool and cucumber girl for you. Then oh. everyone sits around, does their sheet mask, they're ready to face to the day. So that, that's my little Sunday morning ritual now for a festival. Very glam, very hot girl shit. Yes. <laughs> now, Claire, we can advise the hot girls out there, we can give them all the weapons, all the advice, but at the end of the day, I mean, festivals in their nature are chaos and there's only one real thing yes. that matters. What is it? It is the fact that hot girls, as we always say, we are practical mm-hmm. and alluring. So <laughs> the best thing about a festival, as I said at the top of the pod, is the magic, the going into the vortex, mm-hmm. dropping the emotional baggage, dropping the work <laughs> emails and just being a big kid for the weekend. So what I need you to do, hot girls during this festival season is leave a little bit of room for chaos, magic and exploring. So I want you to talk to people and make new friends. I want you to kiss cute strangers that you're never going to see again. I want you to be generous, okay? I want you to pack a few extra tissues, tampons, hair bobbins into your pockets, into your bag. If you have ever been handed a bobbin at a sweaty rave (laughs) and told you can keep that now, that's a spare. You can understand how that tiny gesture can turn someone's night around. Honestly, to be a little festival fairy. It's not yes. going to, you know, you, that is the kind of thing that it can really, really save somebody else and it's not going to cost you anything. They're already sitting in a pile in the bottom of the bag. So just bring a few extra bits out. And then another thing that I absolutely love to do. What? Be a festival fairy. Okay. Okay. So not only are you gifting people items that they're yeah. really stuck for, I like to bring like gum as well and just like oh, little yeah. bits and bobs to share with people. Um, But to be a festival fairy, it's the joy um, of festivals for me is just people just being free being big kids for the mm-hmm. weekend one thing I love to do is bring out my little Vaseline not like <gasps> that bring out my little glitter kit Oh! and when I'm putting my glitter on to my me and my friends in the evening just as you know <laughs> at the right time the sun is going down if anybody wants some they can have it Aww. they can absolutely have it and there's nothing like someone catching your eye being like 
Oh, you look so nice. Be like, do you want some? Come on over here, you little butterball. Um, so I don't know what it is about glitter that brings out the toddler joy, but it does. It just makes people happy. So if you have something like that, that you can do people, maybe you have like funny hat that people love to try on or like it's just silly little things but anything that you can any bit of joy that you have that you can share with other people always great crack and it's very important side note I always have to bring it back to the double Virgo craft glitter is not for anywhere near the eyes a friend of mine had to leave body and soul because he had a glitter emergency a piece of craft glitter got stuck in his eye oh Jesus medical couldn't get it out and he had to go home yeah oh he had to go to the hospital so oh. yes Oh my god, I love that. Bring something for the hot girls. And they can sit and bring something to But yeah, you. just go exploring. Um, you know, go and see the bands and everything. But the best crack at festivals happens in these weird little pockets, like out in the forest after hours. Mm. You know, when you just you decide, Oh, I'm not really ready to go to sleep, but my friends are gone. Just go for a little wander. Yeah. See who you find a little rave in a tent somewhere. Find a little rave in a tent, find a little find a little rave in the woods like you know it's it's just there's loads of people to talk to and you don't have to be in work so just go and enjoy yourself Mwah. I can't talk right now I'm doing hot girl so Connor Finn my little festival fairy <laughs> what was your homework last week and did you achieve it oh my oh my Claire I do declare St. Claire Ooh. Ooh. well uh, my homework last week was to emotionally physically and mentally prepare myself for the one and only Beyonce Okay, right. So, you and did I it. Fucking have because the outfits. Outfits have came here. I've sent you. I've fact checked. I've done a couple of rides with different people. I think we've got a dying Claire. I think we've got that. Yeah, the I'm thing really done. Happy with your outfit choice. It's very you. Yes. Very fab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are boots the house down. There are cowboy hats swinging around, and there's a couple of GA shorts sitting in their bunch as well, which is only fair. Um, I have also fully like been just non-stop repeat Beyonce in my mind all the time because I said I didn't want to do this thing where like I land up to. Like a thing I like, Or an artist And I forget Like you know Some of the songs I want to be there For all of it And be able to be Bopping around And enjoy all of them And recognise that song That probably I like Forgot was going to be on Even though it's, it's like Hidden in the kind of Chorus somewhere I, I kind of wish I could be like you But I just I want surprises I cannot bring myself To look at the set list I cannot bring myself To look at the spoilers Oh no 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 I haven't even been doing that But it's just more like You're Refresh just like re- myself refreshing On the whole Yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's always oh, okay, Whenever gotcha, I get gotcha. back Into being like a, Oh who you seen this weekend And I'm like Oh shit I haven't listened to him in like six months because that's when I booked the thing so yeah I am fully like in the mode for it I just need to pack up and then get in a little flight and party oh my god I'm fucking so excited oh my god yeah 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 so I, know. I can't believe it but yes I'm fully prepped I've done my homework gold tech stars yes oh my god yes. what about you Claire what was your homework last week and did you do it my homework was to bring the gaff boat into Dublin City Centre ah! and uh, <laughs> congratulations class of 2023 we did <laughs> um, yeah, so Tick did it, delighted with myself. Happy days. Look at us go. Get I know, our homework doing our son. homework. Yay. And also, uh, I did the uh, general Real Hot Girl homework as well. Oh, yeah? Look at my piggy. Oh, my God. <laughs> she got her piggy sword. Yeah, so the Hot Girl homework for last week was to um, just, you know, get your feet ready to um, be out in public. And, and I did that. Ready. Yeah, oh, yeah, my God. I'm happy. I yeah, my first, my first open toe shoes of the oh. season today. Delighted with myself. All good. Everything is the best. I'm so excited for Beyonce. I might shit my pants. I'm not going to shit my pants. <laughs> don't worry. Um. No, we're in studio. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so excited for Beyonce. I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. But mm-hmm. with great power comes great responsibility or something. Connor, uh-huh. what is one thing you were going to do this week to embody <gasps> the hot girl energy? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. Well, now this one within the sphere of festival prep, getting ourselves ready for what will be a swing around summer of highs, lows, being that festival fairy. I decided that after trying on my Beyonce outfit, some things I thought may have fit. I found other things that I was like, oh, I haven't seen this in a while. My homework for this week is going to be get out my summer clothes and actively gather all my summer essentials. So it's finding, okay, do I have that bum bag? Do I need to buy it? Do I need to get new shorts? Because I've got a fatter booty this year. Do you know what I mean? Congratulations. I know, thank you so much. But genuinely, these are my kind of like, okay, these shoes will do for that, but maybe I should go home and get those like old kind of camping rugs and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like basically my homework that I want to set for myself is going through and doing that 
ripping out the wardrobe and finding all things because you find some golden pieces you shopping want... your own wardrobe sustainable yes. queen yes and I know that we've kind of said this earlier in the year and stuff like that but there's difference between summer clothes and festival clothes oh and those God, things yeah. that like you pull out the woodworks that you go oh you were very deep like even some things that you find in a bag from last year that you go like oh my god forgot I had these perfect sunglasses for that outfit and then they become like your entire oh thing oh my god I've just remembered I have the most perfect sunglasses to bring for Beyonce ah there you thank go thank you so much <laughs> and what about you Claire what is one thing you're going to do to embody Yadi Yadi the hawker Lenji well Connor I'm so glad you asked I have a couple of DJ sets to prep. Oh! Yes. One of which is going to be short and sweet early on the evening this coming Friday. <gasps> Real Hot Girl and friend of the pod, Brooke, is going to be playing in the Academy in Dublin and she has asked me to be her very special <laughs> guest warm-up act. Um, so you should come along to it. She's absolutely amazing and it's actually a family-friendly show. So, Aww. yeah. So everybody is welcome. Anyone under 14 needs to be accompanied by a parent or guardian. Um, it's going to be great fun. So uh, really looking forward to that. That's going to be an early show. I think the doors are at 7 o'clock and then later that night. Uh-huh. You know what I'm going to say. I've been absolutely sweating for this. So much looking forward to it. I told you about it a couple of weeks ago. Um, the opening night of King uh-huh. is going to be happening in Opium. Ah! I'm so honoured that I'm going to be DJing the open, opening night. If you missed it a couple of weeks ago, um, King is a new club night for queer women mm-hmm. and their friends. Yeah. From the family that brought you mother. Oh. And it's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. So I've been like just digging around like I have a very I, I have too many songs so I need to whittle <laughs> down and I need to get the sets prepped so that is my homework get two DJ sets prepped for what's going to be a very hot night so on the 26th please come to one or both Brooke and the Academy uh, with me supporting and then King from 11 till close in Opium Ugh, oh. can't wait now, Claire, do we have any bits of homework that we want to give to the hawkers this week? Yes, come to my gig. Hey! <laughs> and that's real hawkers shit. Wow! No, let's give them something. Um, let's give them... Go to your wardrobe. Okay. Your hot girl homework for this week. Go to your wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And you are going to pick out three items mm-hmm. that no longer behoove you. Oh. Okay. Okay. So maybe they're not quite your style anymore. Yeah. Maybe they've just had, they're a little bit old. Yeah. Like you're like a little bit kind of, they've been to the wash too many mm. times. They don't make you feel your best hot self when okay. you uh, look at them. Uh, maybe that your body yaddy yaddy has changed and the size doesn't work. So uh-huh. three items in your wardrobe that when you flick past them, you go, oh, you used to make me feel good, but you don't anymore. If they're in good nick and they just don't suit you anymore, pass them on to someone else who will enjoy them. If they're past their sell-by date, um, just, you know, recycle them. But you'll have that little bit of space in your wardrobe and you won't have that subconscious thing of um, just making yourself feel less than 100% hot. Yeah. yeah? Sound oh good? Oh my God, sounds good. Okay, purr. <laughs> okay, purr. Now, Claire, if anybody has any other festival tips out there and they want us to let us know you know, some hot girl advice to share with all our hotties out there. Where can they get in touch with us well, and let us know and share with the hot girl community? The hot girl community. I love that so much. Um, they can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Hot Girl Pod. Yeah. You can email us realhotgirlpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. Yeah. Or if you see us at a festival, come over and, you know, we said this before, come over and say hello, but don't touch us. We don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Consent is key. <laughs> okay, so I think that's is um I think that we should hightail it out of here and go home and pack our bags for the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god we are so excited we will tell you all about it in the next episode don't worry no spoilers mm. but your favourite two hot girls are about to have the fucking weekend of their lives and I'm so excited in Scotland, in Scotland. until next time <laughs> alright Shrek <laughs> till next time stay, stay hot, hot girls, girls. <laughs> <laughs>